Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of A Good Drop. Every other week or so, we travel around the world trying booze from various different countries and settling on rum. Yes, indeedy. And we are doing it blind. We don't know where these rums are from. It's going to be interesting. Mm. We could be anywhere. Where in the world is A Good Drop Podcast? I'm Stu. I'm Michael. Cheers. Cheers. So yes, we are talking about rum from all over the world, and we ha- yeah, no idea what it's going to be. Hopefully, it's good. We uh, put our blind trust in the in our favorite bottle shop's sales clerk. Yes, and unlike our usual blind tastes, these are all in the same price range. Mm. We didn't want to be guessing what's cheap, what's good, what's expensive. We just wanted to go okay these are all good mm. but where which, might it be from and which flavors are more prominent from which countries yeah and why do we think it's from there and is it from there and how surprised will we be how surprised will you be dear listeners how surprised let us know let us know in the comments uh <laughs> comments this is a podcast not on not a youtube video <laughs> Uh, so, first, I suppose we should do our normal thing where we start shortest to tallest. Right, I will reach down into the deep depths of the box that contains these <laughs> bottles and grab the short one. Wait, be, be careful because you might tear the bag. Oh, I don't want to tear the bag. Twisting, twisting. Oh, it's round. It's a short, stout, round one. And that's always a good sign. I, I do like the short, stout, round bottles. Mm, usually they have stout in them. Well, that's a short round stout bottle. <laughs> oh, he's put it in the bag upside down. Oh, no. So you're going to have to tear it. I'm going to have to tear it. Otherwise, we'll actually immediately know what it is when I take it. Oh, but he's also wrapped it in something. Has he? This I, is going to make it interesting. I can feel that it's been wrapped in something. Uh, is it another bag? It's another bag. It is another bag, and it is not upside down in that bag. Oh, because that bag's got a rip in the top. Okay, so I'm flipping it over. Oh, we don't need this bag. Get rid of that one. Okay. So after all that excitement, oh, there's there's a label. I'm not looking. No one's looking. I have to look because there's actually a seal that needs to be torn off. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of labeling on here. Trying not to give anything away. But I've already seen a logo. Not that the logo means much. No, I don't recognize that logo. No. Huh. So the plastic came off. I feel like this is a cork. Looked like a cork. I'm going to... Let's find out. Hold it in front of the mic in case it is a cork. <gasps> it is a cork. Nice. It is a cork. Oh. Mm. It's a real cork. Mm. And we can we can get away with smelling the it smells good. Does it? I get... it smells a lot like coffee. Yeah, no it does. And I, I like that smell. 
<laughs> if it's a coffee flavored rum, that's interesting. Yeah. And where would that be from? Like, who would do that? Everybody. Everybody would do that. <laughs> yeah. So the bottle top is red, and it is an amber rum. Dark in color. Um, pause, okay, I suppose. Which could it be? Wait. <laughs> All right. Lid back on in case the worst should happen and we knock it. Yep. And it's actually the same sort of red as... Uh, to, it, it's reminiscent to me, not that the color of the bottle means anything to the liquid that's within, mm-hmm. but it is reminiscent to me of red wax that you might find on... Oh, yeah. Like the Baby Bell cheese. Yeah. yeah, Or um, just a red wax candle. Yep. Yeah, or even like on a seal... Yeah. Something over the top of a bottle of wine. Mm. All right. Not that you find much over the top of a bottle of wine these days that normally is crew tops, but. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cheers. Cheers. Whoa. Definitely a coffee. Oh, yeah. And I, I really like that smell. Wow. It kind of overpowers everything else. Like, I, I smell coffee, but I smell like a hint of. A hint of, like. Rum and molasses and malt. Yeah, like it, it smells. It very much smells like a rum coffee might smell. Like if you poured a coffee with a shot of rum in it. You know what it rem- the smell reminds me of? Flicker bean. Oh, yeah. Because uh, way back when we did that um, whiskey episode, uh, a listener of ours, listener friend, decided to uh, shout us a bottle and... This this is kind of what it smells like, but with more rum notes than whiskey notes. Well, yes, as, as you would expect from it being expect. rum. But yeah, that's kind of like what it smells like, don't you reckon? Mm, yeah, I'm I'm really curious to taste now. Let's let's taste. Let's taste. Holy moly, that's sweet. It- really is like at first i was like oh well this is really smooth and then the sweetness hit me yeah like a freight train i mean it is smooth it is hella Mm. smooth um smooth warming like obviously it's a very good quality rum because it doesn't bite your face off yeah um but yeah we were right on we were right on the money it's coffee it's, but how? Like, what What have they done to make it It's just so? Yeah. I mean, I think it's a better balance of rum and coffee. Like, the coffee smell definitely overpowers the rum smells. But it doesn't seem to overpower the rum flavors. No. But it's very much blended. Not, oh, yeah. Not like the... Um, not like the coffee liqueur, the the flicker bean, mm. which tasted like espresso and whiskey at the same time, superimposed over top of each other. Yeah, like I, I feel <laughs> like this is a better balance. Definitely. Still weird. Yes, agreed. <laughs> like, I mean, it's great. Don't get me wrong. Um, not what I was expecting in terms of whiskey from around the world. 
Yeah, no. And I'm... I have no idea where to even start thinking this might be from. Mm. Rum, rum from around the world. Yes, sorry, rum from around the world. Rum from around the world. But yeah, I I can't even begin to think where this might be from. Hmm. But it's definitely different. Yeah. Well, where are the big, where are the big rum producing countries? You've got uh, Jamaica. You've got Trinidad and Tobago. They're big rum producers. Australia. This is not an Australian rum. Does not taste as rummy. <laughs> but are, are you sure though? Because there are some small distillers in Australia. It could be a craft rum. Possibly. Possibly. Uh, who else does uh, rum? Uh, you got the US, obviously. Yeah, and uh, the, the UK does some. Does some decent rums. Um, have, have we mentioned the Caribbean? I said I did say Jamaica and Trinidad and Tobago. Oh, yes, which kind of covers that region. But yes, the Carib- Caribbean um, or Caribbean, however mm. you want to pronounce it. We're a booze podcast, not an English lecture. That's true. That's true. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Correct. Correct. I don't know. Um. Yeah, they're, 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 they're the big they're, ones. They're the main ones. Yeah. I suppose you've also got Mexico. They they do some rums, but they mostly focus on tequila. Yeah. So I mean, this it could be Australian. It's it's definitely not. It, there's no way it's from one of the more traditional rum producing no countries i i would uh roll this into the spiced rum category because it's mm. more spices than just straight rum it's just straight amber rum would you agree well is coffee a spice yes yes i would call it a spice like nutmeg is a spice. Nutmegs are kind of like seeds or berries, and coffee is a berry. What nut- nutmeg is made from bark? No, no. no. Nutmeg was made from bark. Uh, cinnamon is. Oh, cinnamon is made from. Yes, that's me confusing cinnamon and nutmeg. Yeah, yes. n- nutmegs. I'm pr- nutmeg is. I'm pretty sure seeds. Yes, yeah, cinnamon is the bark thing that will kill you if you try and <laughs> <laughs> try and do the cinnamon challenge. Yeah, try and oh, eat a spoonful goodness. of it. <laughs> They look very similar, though. Yeah. 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 I mean, when they're ground, yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously not when they're not ground, but... <laughs> well, it tastes very different, too. Well, yeah, but if you're just looking at them, ground nutmeg, ground cinnamon. Yeah. Similar colours. Yeah, I'm I'm stumped. I got, I got no idea. Yeah, I got no idea, but I do like it. Mm. And I suppose we should, as we move through these, give them bottle cap ratings. Yeah. And then, because we're not trying to work out where they sit in a price range. True. So we can give them bottle cap ratings. We're not saying, well, this one's cheap crap. This one's really nice. This one's not worth what we're paying for it. Or or any of that. I we're, mean, we could say these are also great, mediocre, and not worth paying for. Oh, absolutely, we can. But this is worth but, paying for. Yeah, this and that's fair. that's where the bottle cap ratings come in. And this is certainly... I mean, we don't know what it cost yet. We haven't looked. Mm. But do I like it? I mean, it's odd, but yes. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm digging I'm, it. I'm enjoying it. It's not something that I'm going to go, I can't finish this. No. I can, I can very much. It's very sweet. I couldn't drink it 
at any sort of cracking pace or anything. <laughs> no. This is like a I I will pour myself one occasionally. Yeah. Kind of, kind of drink. Yeah, and sip it slowly mm. because that sweetness if one were to attempt to drink a lot of it quickly or heaven forbid mix it with coke would be overwhelming. Ooh, it actually might go okay with coke. Kahlua and coke is a decent mixture. Yeah. Yeah, and well, well, I I know that coffee and Coke works. It's more that this is really sweet, and I feel like the sweetness of Coke mixed with the sweetness of this might be overpowering. Yeah, that that's fair. I mean, it, I must admit, it's been a while since I've had Coke or Pepsi. Yeah. Nice, though. Nice. Mm. All right, so, bottle caps. Probably seven and a half. That's, yeah, basically the ballpark I was in, I was thinking around the seven mark. Mm. Like, it, it's a really smooth rum. Um, I suppose if I'm thinking of, you know, rum liqueurs, this is this is not bad. Um, smooth, uh, decent, like good flavors, uh, doesn't bite your face off. Like, it burns a little bit on your tongue, which is what you'd expect from what's possibly... 40%, 42%. Yeah, oh, this would be at least 80 proof. Yeah. Yeah. Um, smells good. And oh, if, you yeah. like, if you really like coffee, this is a fantastic rum to have. Mm, agreed. So, oh, maybe eight. Let's go eight for me. Just because they've, whoever's made this has made a pretty good product. Even if it's not something I would probably get again. Yeah, I... I We'll go seven and a half. Seven and a half for me. Yeah, mm. like it, it's good, and I mm. I would definitely recommend trying it. But once is enough for me. Yeah, <laughs> and <think>. we <laughs> we will reveal to you later, and to ourselves, what it is. Mm. But for now, I guess we'll You'll take see. our time polishing off these glasses and. Oh yes, you'll you'll see it in the picture. You will. We we can't see it yet. No, we can't see what you're looking at, but you can. You'll see it in the, yeah, see it in the uh, podcast episode image. Oh, chicory essence. That's what it tastes like. Like the the stuff they use in the um, iced coffee flavored milks. Mm, which is why it would taste more like an iced coffee than a coffee coffee. Yeah, like it tastes like coffee, but not quite right. Yeah, and I, I suppose I enjoy iced coffee, which explains mm. why I'm enjoying this. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, this could go really well in a cream cocktail. Yeah, or in in a milkshake, even. Ooh, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, so we'll take five and see you in a bit. And we are back, ready for bottle the second. Yes. So the other two are. Oh, okay. One is slightly shorter than the other. All right. Let's use this one. I wonder if he's put this in a upside-down bag. Too. A bag in a bag. It, uh, it looks like. feels like it. Yes, he has. Yes, it's also in a bag in a bag. He's and made very sure. So So the inside bag is upside down this time around. Oh, dear. <laughs> That's okay. I'm just going to... Tear it? Tear it. With a black screw top, so we've got no idea what it is. There's no 
labeling on the cap at all. If if this were one of our regular blind taste tests, I'd go, oh, screw top, it's the cheap one. Yeah. But it shouldn't be, though. He did say that one of them was... Cheaper. Cheaper, but still he felt in the same quality range. Taste-wise. So I guess we'll be the judges of that. Mm. Smells interesting. Um... Yes, okay, so let me pour this. It smells like just having a sneak peek like you do. It smells Ooh. smoky. Oh, a smoky rum. Right? I can't say I've ever had a smoky rum before, so this will be interesting. And just, I mean, without having smelled it myself, just from you saying smoky, that immediately makes me think America. True. They do like their smoked. They really do. Alright, cap goes back on. Like no nothing on the cap from the cap. Like nothing on the cap either. Yeah. Plain black straight down to a clear neck. There's There's nothing to give this away. Nothing to give this one away at I like, all. I like it. I like it. So there's your drink, my friend. Thank you, sir. Alright. Cheers. Cheers. So, a proper smell. Yeah, it still smells a little smoky. Mm, yeah, no, I'm definitely getting... Yeah, like uh, almost... Um, almost whiskey notes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, and sort of... Or peaty. The, peaty notes. And that, that particular smoke smell, I can't... Like, it's... I know, I know the wood they've used to smoke this. I've smelled Hickory? that before, probably. Hickory? I wouldn't know. I, I, I've smelled that exact smoke smell before on a whiskey. I'm sure of it. Oh, it's not peat smoke, is it? It might be. Huh. That would be very weird for... This was supposed to be rums from around the world, not what's the weirdest rums we can find. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess he wanted to stump us, maybe. Possibly. I mean, smoke kind of, like, just the smoky aesthetic makes me think more of ye old London. Yeah, well, yeah, what if this is from the UK? What if this were a Scottish rum? Ooh. I mean, that kind of makes sense, like, for the for the Scots to make a rum that's like a whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> it does. <laughs> But I suppose let's taste it before we poke blindly in the dark too much. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Wow, that's smooth. It is. And yep, still... It, it, yeah, it's like so halfway, much smoke. Be- halfway between a whiskey and a rum. Um, it, it tastes almost like you've just eaten something. Does it? Like um like smoky bacon almost. I don't know. I'm not really getting Maybe that. Maybe that's just me. But it Oh, sorta. Yeah, I think you were I think we were closer when we said hickory smoke. Mm. It doesn't taste like peat smoke. No. Um uh and tastes more like a bourbon than a scotch. Yeah, which I guess now that we taste it, does lean me back towards my original mm. 
America. You reckon? I I would agree with that too. Like having just tasted it and you said this is from America, I would say yeah, I'd believe that. And I mean, hickory smoke, they love that. Yeah. Well, we love it here too. Yeah. And smoke, they love that, but that's this could also be Australian. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're probably more likely to find an Australian rum in this batch because you know, we're in Australia and we have a lot more Australian options. Yeah, so undoubtedly one of these three is Australian. Mm. I, I would say, may the odds be ever in our favour <laughs> that one of these three is Australian. I don't think you can say that. We could get uh, a copyright takedown notice. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I said that quite the way they say it in a certain thing we dare not name. But yeah. it's, it's definitely rum. Anyway, back it's to, definitely rum. Yes, back to the drink. It's definitely rum, because um, it's it's also sweet, sweet as well. Uh, yeah, though nowhere near as sweet as the last one. No, I what? think that smoke actually balances out the sweetness really nicely. Yeah, kind of like the Scots got it right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, got the whiskey right. Don't let the Irish hear you saying that. <laughs> Yeah, this one, this one's good. I would I would get if someone asked me to get a rum, I would get this one again. But I'm mm. a I'm a very I'm very much a whiskey drinker, so this is in my ballpark. Yeah, and admittedly, when I've been going for rum lately, I'm either grabbing a white rum to mix into a cocktail, mm. or I'm grabbing a spiced rum, mm. either to have by itself or to mix into a cola. Yeah. Well, th- this is neither. Yeah. I, I would definitely stick this in the amber rum category. Oh, very um, much so, yes. Very pale yellow. More like a, a straw yellow than a than a uh, amber warm yellow like the last one. Yeah, but certainly... Yeah, this is... It's a sipping rum. Mm. Like, I feel you could mix it. And if you got the ratios right, it would probably be very pleasant mixed. Hmm. De- but definitely with dry ginger ale, not not so much cola. Yeah, no, certainly. Yeah, it, it would make a fantastic dark and stormy. Yes, because you mix rum into dark and stormies. Yes, rum and oh, ginger yeah. beer. Rum and ginger beer. Oh, sorry, I'm still thinking whiskey because it tastes kind of tastes a lot like a whiskey. <laughs> it does taste a lot like whiskey, but then you can also mix mix whiskey with ginger beer. Yeah, but it's not the same. It's not it's the not, same. It's not no. a dark and stormy. No. No. Anyway. All right. We're uh, running out of time, so we should hurry this one along. Yeah, so um, ratings. I'm, I'm inclined to put this on the eight, I think. Mm. Yeah, I'd, I'd give also give this an eight. Uh, the guy that picked, picked these did a pretty good job at Sonic. Yeah, they are very much all around the same ballpark so far. Mm. And I'm curious to see what the last one is and uh, I guess then see how right or how horribly, horribly wrong we were on where we thought they were from. Mm. Oh, we totally need to get the... Next time we need to do a blinder with the worst in each category. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, it's been kind of easy because they've picked the best in each category and so they're easy to pick. So if he, he gets... If they get he, she, whoever, if they get the worst in each category, it's going to be a lot harder. 
Mm, true. If we say find us the nastiest rum from every yeah, oh even from other countries, like a regular blinder, like the nastiest whiskey in the ninety dollar range, and we're going to be like, what the actual fuck? <laughs> we spent this much money on it. <laughs> yeah, but then I mean, it comes down to their product knowledge as well. At that true. point, very heavily their product knowledge. Well, yeah, that's why we're asking them the questions. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're rambling, so let's pause this and finish these quickly. So, we are on bottle the third. We are. Would you like to do the honours? I will do the honours. I am grabbing it by the neck and yanking it out. And it is, it is of course, a tall one. It's the tallest. Yeah. Tallest of the three. With... With an upside down bag and a not so upside down bag. Yep, I see. I see some kind of labels on it. There is a logo. A logo. I don't, I don't re- recognize it. No, me neither. And it's, I think it's a compass, mm. or something. I don't know. But who knows? But you'd you'd need to look at that because it's got a. a it's got a pulley tabby thingy on the side. Tab, you got to unwrap the. And it plastic. feels like oh, it's another cork. Ooh. I always like when there's a cork. I I just love the sound. Yeah. Like, if nothing else, I love the sound. And it's never the same. Like, after that first time you open it... Well... There's you, still... A, it's still a good sound, but it's not the same as the first time you open it sounds. So yes. Here, here it comes. Here it's comes the cork removal. Good. Yes. It. It's a great sound. Mm. Oh, that's unexpected. So, just from smelling the cork, yeah, it, it smells... Unrum, like it's so fruity. Yeah, so fruity. Well, so the time to pour. Yes, I'm stepping <laughs> away from the mic to do a safe pour. Safe pour. As, so you don't spill it on anyone or your uh, well, notebook. As, as you would recall from previous times, when I've attempted to pour from behind the mic and could only see with one eye, and with <laughs> lack of depth perception, missed the glass. Yes, it's it's best to have depth perception when pouring. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to bring that up, but you said it. Ooh. It's a, yeah, a very yellow color. Oh, it's a gold gold amber. Love it. Yeah, it's, it's almost whiskey colored. Almost scotch colored. Oh, no. No, I would say it's more... There's more red in this than a whiskey. Hmm. But it's certainly a fruity elixir. <laughs> I see what you did there. Wow, that smells so fruity and so full of varnish. It, it really doesn't <laughs> smell. It doesn't smell like rum. To, oh, like I'm not. It smells like paint. Yeah, it, I'm not getting a rum smell from this, but no. I, I'm getting smells from this, but not not smells that I want to be smelling from rum. Oh, you know what it smells like? Only because I'm a school photographer. It smells like a kid's classroom that they've just had a painting class. Mm, that's what sort do of I like think of next? That acrylic, that acrylic paint that they've made really mild in case the kids eat it. <laughs> Don't you reckon? Yeah, so rum that smells like paint. Yeah. What do they think of next? Gin that like, smells like paint thinner. I think that exists. Yeah. 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 It's Gordon's, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry, did I say that out loud? <laughs> yeah, let's just taste this because... Yeah, we need to taste yeah. it. 
Cheers. Cheers. Oh, definitely rum. Oh, it tastes like rum. It tastes like rum with a bit of bit with a bit of fruit, but that smell is really mm. wow. And it it's not as smooth as the other two. No, no, not much at all. Not smooth at all. Well, it's still smoothish, mm. but, but God, that heat, yeah, the warmth, Ooh. and it <laughs> more like a brandy warmth, than yeah, a, than a rum warmth. But it, it's like it. It's it's almost like it's a, a, a pit bull or something bites you on the tongue and doesn't let go for a little while <laughs> after you. Yeah, that heat does stick around on your tongue for a while. Yeah, mm. it that's not a a common thing with the uh, quality of booze that we usually drink. No, and I'm starting to think if maybe and I know this isn't one of our usual blind taste tests. These are all supposed to be in the same category. But I'm wondering if maybe this is the cheaper one, despite the cork. It could be. I mean, we set a particular budget to set, to have all the rums in the good drop territory. Yeah. But the guy said that this was a little bit less than our set budget. But was as good as he believed, as good as the others. He could also be wrong. Oh, what if he listens? Well, we don't know. We don't. No, this also could be the one of the more expensive ones. It could be. We could we could be wrong. Yeah. This might actually be amazing and we're terribly terribly wrong. And our taste in rum is dreadful. Well, it's unlikely, but it's possible. My, my taste in rum is pretty woeful on a good day. <laughs> but yeah. But it's not altogether unpleasant. No, th- just the smell. Yeah, the smell is off-putting. The flavor is nice. Hmm. You could this. Was, this is mixing rum. Yeah, I mean, well, off-putting is probably not the right term to use for the flavor. Odd is probably more accurate. Yeah, super fruity. Mm. Super but fruity. If you drank this, if you had never had rum before, and you were handed this and told, "This is rum. Drink this rum," and were then handed any other rum. It would... You'd say, what the fuck is this? Yeah. This is, I mean, it's still rummy, but this is the kind of rum I'd use... This, actually, yeah, is the kind of rum I'd use in cooking. Like, good rum I'd use in cooking. Like, it's got the right kind of flavours that I would like to put in rum balls. Mm. Yeah, it would be very good for that, actually. Yeah. Or uh, if I was going to use a rum for a Christmas cake... Or fruit cake instead of brandy. Th- yeah, this, w- this would go better. Yeah, admittedly, I could, um, I could probably see, like, and we're we're getting very cooking based here, but I yeah. could probably see um, deglazing a pan after cooking a roast with this to make a gravy. Yeah, yeah, just a splash of this instead yeah. to uh, capture the extra flavors. Hmm. Because I think it would probably work quite well for that as well. Yeah, it, it's got the right flavours for it. Mm. Um, the cork and the matte, matte black uh, plastic, uh, I suppose, foil, for lack of a better term, uh, hints that this might be on the more expensive side. But who knows? We've had expensive whiskies and 
vodkas that have been screw tops. Yeah, that's that's very true. And we've had ones that were very odd, but very pleasant. And it was more of a, this is fantastic, but in really small amounts. Hmm. And th- I think this is where this particular one sits. Yeah, and it's it's nice. I'm enjoying it. It's not that I'm not enjoying it. Mm. I'm holding the glass away from my face. I can't smell it. <laughs> I'm enjoying the aftertaste. The aftertaste mm. is pleasant. Yeah, the aftertaste is where it's great. Mm. The, but the smell and the uh, tip of the tongue is not so good. The forward palate notes are not great. Yeah. All right. But if you exhale as you drink it, it's actually better. Mm. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. So let's, uh, so let's reveal. Bottle caps oh, bottle caps before I reveal. So how many bottle caps would you give this one? This gets a six and a half. It's a smell that's mm. really yeah, fucking me. You are basically where I was again, but you, you've been more generous than me by half. Again, I was thinking six. <laughs> <laughs> well, still stands. Like, yeah. it, it tastes good. It's got a lot of good flavors and you could definitely use it in a lot of fruity recipes for cooking yes don't know if it's good for drinking mixing yeah yeah not straight not straight at all so let's so re- the reveal let's reveal and where's where's the box because we also need the oh. receipt i put the box out of my reach so i better And okay. we'll also require Google to tell us where these are from. Okay, so the last one, it is... There's a lot of clear. Oh, I see it. It is. Oh, actually, we don't need to look at the... It'll be on the table. We don't need Google. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> this is the artisanal rum. From? So this is... So let me do this again. This is plantation artisanal rum. Yep. Original dark, double-edged rum. Chateau de Bonnet Master Blender, uh, distilled in Barbados and Jamaica, then double-aged following an 18th century method. That explains the fruit from Barbados and Jamaica. Jamaica. So Caribbean. Yeah. That explains the fruit. Wow. How about that? Yeah. Oh, there's, uh, there's a thing on the back. Yep. There's tasting notes. Yep. Fruit, I'm going to read this verbatim. Okay. Experts say, plantation origin, dark rum is a delightful expression that delivers rich, warm tones of authentic Caribbean spirit. This well-balanced blend is wonderful when sipped on ice. It is also highly recommended for cocktails worthy of a full-bodied rum component, says Robert Burr, publisher of Rob's Rum Guide. Hmm. I mean, I would agree with all of those notes, actually. And... So we did it a disservice by mm. drinking it straight. And admittedly, on ice would probably mellow out some of that bite. And the paint stripper notes. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And, I mean, potentially, theoretically, if we were to then have this on ice, I, I would think that just based off what I know of what having things on ice does to spirits in general... Oh, yeah, this would be good. Yeah, on ice, I would probably bump this up an entire bottle cap. Mm. Definitely. I still stand by what I said with the cooking notes. Definitely 
good for that. And Caribbean rum has been historically good for cooking as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bottle. So that was bottle the third. Bottle Bottle the the second. Bottle the second. It's tightly wrapped. Oh, that's right. I had to tear the top. Yeah. It is Milton Rum Distillery, Brisbane, Australia. Spanish-inspired dark. This was the one we both really liked. Yeah. The smoky one. The smoky one. That I said it's from America or Australia. <laughs> with, our, with the hickory with smoke. With the hickory smoke, yeah. So, on the back it says, In 1870, the haunting cry of a local storm bird indicated summer rain was on the way, bringing prolific growth of the finest blue sugar cane. Later that year, Milton Distillery was born and started producing one of Queensland's first rums. I'm glad they said one of because I'm fairly certain Bundaberg Distillery was, was the first. The yeah. first. 150 years later, Milton Rum Distillery has we- reawakened, reawakened, has reawakened using the original rum making process combined with modern techniques to create premium quality cane spirits. Our Spanish-inspired dark cane spirit matured with heavy charred hand-cut oak staves from ex-bourbon barrels. There's the smoke. Oak. Uh, So it had that oak heart. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Hand-cut oak staves from ex-bourbon barrels provides a distinct smokiness that encapsulates the distinction of aged Spanish-style rums. Yeah. So you you were pretty good. You almost got it right. For for this one, yes. Yeah. Almost. Almost. Narrowed it down to two. Yeah. Narrowed yeah. down to two countries isn't bad. Yeah. Out of the world. Yeah. Out of what? 180 something? And All right. And the last one. Bottle the first. The short stout bottle. It is Dead Man's Fingers Coffee Rum. <laughs> there you go. Did that say Cornish Soul on the back? Uh, it does. So it says on the back, We do things differently here. Dead Man's Fingers is a blend of rum and spices created at the Rum and Crab Shack in St. Ives, Cornwall. Cool. Inspired by local flavors such as saffron cake, spiced fruit, and the shack's own Pedro Jimenez ice cream. Enjoy <laughs> it mixed or neat. Either way, this is not your usual. This is Cornish Soul. Yeah, so... Yeah. This is from the UK. Yeah, that was the other good one too. Mm. Mm. Coffee. And this is not a clear bottle. No, it's red. It, it's red, yeah. <laughs> that uh, dark red paint colour or wax colour, yeah. Yeah, all, all the way around. Though there's, mm. there's a patch where I can see through it. Huh. Just barely. Just barely. Just How barely. about that? So these were, these were all pretty good. Oh, what's the percentage on that one? Oh, yes. Good question. It was... Oh, that's 40%. The Milton Rum is also 40 And the last one? No, the, I believe it plantation was... Rum. Uh, it was 40 Ah. So, they're all 80 proof. That's pretty standard for rum. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so, the... In, I suppose, in conclusion, the, the flavor varies significantly between countries. Oh, yes. And just out of sheer morbid curiosity and... Because I'm a creature of habit. Let's look at the receipt and see which one was the cheap one. Huh. So, 
The Milton Rum Distillery Spanish inspired dark was sixty five. Mm. Which so that that was the most expensive one. The Dead Man's Fingers Coffee Rum was forty seven. So that was the cheap one. Wow. Yeah. See that that puts that for me squarely in Hogs Three territory as something that's affordable but really drinkable. Oh, it was really good. Yeah. Like I probably wouldn't get it again, but I would definitely f- polish off the bottle. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, the Plantation Original Dark Rum was $60. $60. And there we go. So, Old Mate at the bottle shop was spot on when he said that one of them was cheaper but just as good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They were all around the same ballpark, really. Yeah. Um, and when, when you consider drinking the Plantation on ice... Or even in a cocktail. Yeah. Um it would definitely fit better. Yes, we, we just... It wasn't... It's not a sipping rum. It wasn't designed for that. No. And certainly that that region that it's from never designed their rums for that. No. No, they did not. Uh, so that's it, everyone. If you liked what you heard, be sure to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. We are a good drop all about alcohol on your favorite podcast app, including Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, heaps more. You can also find us on the social medias that are owned by Facebook, (laughs) namely Facebook and Instagram. Facebook and Facebook photos. As a good drop podcast. Mm. And if you want to check out our giant library of previous episodes... Uh, jump on our website, agooddrop.com.au. And if you want to send us an email with your favorite rum, our email address is agooddrop at gmail.com. And do be sure to tune in next time when we're comparing more things in a more analytical but definitely exciting way. We are seeing the difference that wine glasses make to the wine you're drinking out of them. Mm. It's sort of an extension on our glasses taste test, glasses comparison yeah. episodes. But this time we're taking the Collins Highball out of the equation. Yeah, because no one drinks wine out of a Collins Highball if they can avoid it. <laughs> yes, exactly. And we're just going to be saying, okay, the industry says you should use this glass to drink this. Yeah. But is it actually the best glass? Well, also, companies say this is a red wine glass. Is it? Is it though? Is it the best glass? Is it the best that? red? Yeah, yeah. Tune in and find out. Mm. I'm looking forward to it. Me too. Until then, cheers. Cheers. cheers.